Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I also hit my knee. That's not the point. Is the mic on? I can't even tell if the mic. I can't. On. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there we the go. The mic's on, right? You're on. <laughs> Is your one on? Yeah. Hi, everybody. Okay, cool. Didn't do any audio tests before we started. Oh, I'm behind today. Everything. I was too busy talking about other stuff. Everything is fine. Too busy having a nice old chat. Everything is awesome when you're part of a team. <laughs> you're Sorry, absolutely, gang. You're absolutely killing it. <laughs> And everyone thinks so. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Hi! Welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast review of Smackdown and Rampage. I'm Chopper Pequen, and I'm joined by Dan Layton. Oh, excuse me. Professor Dan Layton. Professor Dan Layton. Apologies. Thank you. Uh, Tempest, unfortunately, has the Rona. Yeah. So, he's off. It's Apologies. It's made, a, it's made a shock return before Survivor <laughs> Series. Shock return. That should have been a thumbnail. Shock return. Shock return. It's COVID. It's COVID. Um, so, yeah, we got Professor Dan Layton stepping in. Thanks for stepping in. It's a pleasure. Last minute, Not no doubt. Not on, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so get Send in your ultra chat. So, WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. We're going to read all the ones that are five US dollars and up by the time the show goes off the air. Um, but first things first, we're going to talk about Liv Morgan. Because... We couldn't leave with the bloodline or Bray Wyatt because that is all we've been talking about for ages. And you need a little bit of variety. We need variety we? here. And I thought this Liv Morgan stuff was actually quite interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. I will say, so I, I, uh, I'm i cranky today because uh, traveling across London on a Saturday when every football match and a massive protest is taking place with just your average tourists mm -hmm. makes me cross. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it is a mark of, I think success mm -hmm. that i'm in a good mood for both of these shows wow. to talk about so that's like, great th th that's how good these shows were as far as i was concerned and uh, the Liv morgan stuff was very interesting mm. like some of it works and some of it doesn't and there was a moment <laughs> where i thought she was about to have a big old heel turn mm -hmm. and then it kind of changed mm -hmm. because we do love a weapon don't we oh we <laughs> sure do fan, we like it when yep. people get violent yep that's exactly it so yeah. Liv morgan on this show is facing sonia deville just in a Standard old match. Mm -hmm. um, after her loss at Extreme Rules, when she dropped the title, uh, there was a WWE.com exclusive where she was like sitting in the corner, just like rocking and like hands on her head and going a bit like, oh, a bit, bit, bit crazy. Uh, and we saw a bit more of that. She's basically 
like Joker slash Harley Quinn now. She even kind has of the Harley Quinn colors on yeah. her on her gear. Exactly. So she came out with like the makeup, like the, the the black makeup down here and like very like red lips and stuff like that. Uh facing Sonya Deville and the whole time when Sonya was doing her offense, Liv Morgan was just like laughing it off and mm. just being like, haha, yes, I enjoy pain. Uh and then it actually ended with a double count out, but I don't hate this one because it makes sense. Well, this is where I thought there was a sort of healy turny element because 100%. for me, the whole laughing at the end of the Ronda match felt weird. Mm. So glad in hindsight to see that, that that was a choice and a direction. Yeah. I find the makeup and the Harley Quinn a little bit hot topic for my liking. A little Pretty bit much. like, come on, this is it. It just doesn't, it feels a bit sort of GCSE device performance art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not keen. Mm-hmm. But when you then, so then when you were in the match, and I actually thought, by the way, I thought Sonya was pretty crisp in this match. Excuse me. <gasps> it's a Saturday and I've got Mark the time. Coffee. I'm sorry. Editing the podcast version of this show. I'm sorry. Four minutes in. I'm so sorry. There's a swear. Ah, um, we did. I thought she was pretty crisp in this match. And I was mm. actually quite impressed because I wasn't expecting it. I kind of, I was, I was like, all the goodwill in the world to these people. I wasn't really expecting much. So when their match felt kind of tight, mm. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. This is this is cool. And then I was really frustrated at a, a, a count out. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is weird. I guess she's doing the... I'm going extreme, bashing her head. Won't mm-hmm. I don't care about your count. I'm too busy bashing Sonya's head in. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, so the crowd are booing. And this was a good crowd as well. Mm. I was quite impressed. They seemed to be booing. I was like, okay, so we're going to go with... Liv is a baddie. All mm-hmm. of this laughing stuff is baddie. Yeah. And then she starts throwing chairs in the ring, sort of ECW style. Mm-hmm. And the crowd was like, yeah. Chairs! Chairs. We like, we like, a, we like a weapon. We like some violence. <laughs> And oh, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I know it was a stressful start to the podcast, but there's no need. <laughs> um, and then, and then she kind of came into her own a little bit. And this was a pretty cool visual of this giant suplex onto this mound mm. of chairs. Huge superplex. Yeah, as well. it, it, it was great. It was a good segment. I'm mm. really into it. Yeah. yeah, and I really like the uh, this. This is why I don't hate the double count out because it it serves a purpose in the story. Mm, that's it. In that's that Liv it. Morgan doesn't care about the wins and losses anymore because she's gone crazy. Mm. Uh, and she, yeah, she did this big superplex onto the chairs, just laughing the whole time. And you could see, like, I really liked Liv Morgan selling because you could see that she was in pain. Mm. It wasn't like she's just, like, no-selling the offense, being like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. It, it was, was like, like a, it, Yeah, it was like, this really hurts. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. This is, like, firing me up. Um, which is, I really enjoyed it. But the thing I liked the most about this is that it makes the title loss feel important. Mm. It's like the title matters. Mm. And the fact that she lost it is affecting her. Cole was saying this on commentary a lot, wasn't mm. he? He was saying, like, you know, you lose a title, you go a bit crazy. Like, yeah. it, it affects you in some way. Yes. And, and, and you know, the trope is for it to make you feel, feel down and feel a bit mm-hmm. whatever. But the idea that it sort of, like, snapped her a little bit and the mm. pushing, is she going to be extreme? She did go extreme. It didn't work. And mm. actually that's caused a bit of a... a, a a switch to turn, maybe an imbalance in her head. Like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, it's an interesting uh, angle for this to take. I think what would be curious for me is whether or not they're going to make her do this in matches every week. Because I think yeah. the match not finishing and then she grabs some chairs and does a spot or a table or whatever will get a bit tiring quite quickly. For sure. So if they can keep the momentum going, this has potential to give her a, a, a character and an angle with a direction, which I think when she was champ, she was a little bit floating around it. I mean, it's widely agreed. It's not a very good booking. It that, wasn't that great. Brain, but yeah, like, there's a, there's a, there's something going on here where I'm like, okay, I've gone from being like kind of cringe mm-hmm. to all right. I'm willing to I'm willing to follow you on this. Absolutely. Yeah. I I think this is a positive sign for me at least that there's something coming for Liv Morgan. Yeah. It's not just like 
uh, you're the interim champion, so we can put it back on Ronda. Mm. And uh, all the good kind of the world vibe. for Liv, I think she's going to really give it her all. I mm. think she's, it looks like she's committed to, to the character. Yeah. Yeah. I think she did a really good job here in terms of the selling. And I'm I, I, I'm hoping, at least, that this first installment of the story is, this is the double count out. This is to show you that, you know, she, she's lost it. She doesn't care anymore. Mm. But then after this, she just wins. And mm. she just like, now she's just like, she's lost it and she's crazy, but yeah. she does still need to win. Uh, or, or or even, you know, I can think they could, they could get away with like a disqualification victory. Mm-hmm. Or, sure. Uh, as in for a disqualification loss, rather. Where sure. it's like the wins and losses don't 100% matter. So then when she starts it being in Liv's playground, like mm-hmm. an Extreme Rules match or some other stipulation match mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's... She doesn't need to go anywhere near a title for a while. No, you know? absolutely and, not. And, I, and it's actually really nice. when We uh, we had a question on the Raw Review about the uh, booking of the women's division in mm-hmm. WWE. And, and, and I think, especially if you're, if, if you're going to play the game of comparing AEW and WWE, WWE has generally been stronger. But something mm-hmm. that we love to see is, is the women having storylines where they're not going after a title. Absolutely. And the idea of giving Liv something to bite into way away from the title that mm-hmm. you can do week to week yeah. is really like encouraging and then at some point maybe bring that back if it goes well back into the title picture but mm-hmm. it's it's sort of because it's not necessarily about wins and losses at this point that's refreshing in its own way yeah and, yeah. and i think like generally speaking you know we've we've said it enough on this podcast that wins and losses should matter yes, like absolutely. in in terms of wrestling and and you know people going for titles and stuff like that but i enjoy that the character like kind of has something loose in their head and that that thing has changed their perspective on what they think is important and stuff like that. And now it's just about violence and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. That's interesting and it's different because if you have the precedent that wins and losses matter, to have one thing that subverts that is good. Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, when wins and losses didn't matter to have someone that cares about wins and losses was also good because it's different to what the rest of the the show is. Mm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think this is a very positive move. And yeah. I'm glad to see that they haven't just been like, oh, Liv lost the title. Well, just carry on being Liv or whatever. We'll we'll figure out something for you to do. This is like, no, this is a, a, a genuine direction for her. And they've not just dropped the ball and just been like, eh. Because it is so easy when you do have a champion who has a run that doesn't necessarily work to just mm-hmm. go like, ah, well, down the card you go. Not that interested. experiment didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, and, and perhaps it is to do with, you know, at this point, it's not new that Trips is running the show. Mm. Perhaps it is something to do with the fact that he's like, okay, well, let, what can we try? What can we mm-hmm. play with here? Yeah. Um, he's still got that kind of verve and that the creative team has this new energy to be like, yeah, we'll find something. We'll, we'll figure something out for you to do. Yeah. Um, I, I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by being mm. into this because I was not here for it. I was like, oh, it's extreme. Like, it was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yes. yeah. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, I, I just was, I was like, okay, fair enough. You've got me. Yep. Next. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for me, the, the, the main point to take out of this is it's like i mentioned earlier the fact that losing a title has consequences and i'm not saying that every person who loses a title needs to go crazy <laughs> but i do think that everyone who loses a title should have some sort of consequence for that yeah so someone should get a bit like depressed over it or someone should like snap and do violence or someone should be more motivated and be like no i'm not having that i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna win that title or you know whatever there should be a change in perspective for a person who has lost their title. Especially because if you're trying to make championships mean something, mm-hmm. if, cha- if, we are, if we are, because this is, after all, entertainment, you are asking us to suspend our disbelief. You are asking us to, be- to buy into what you're selling. Mm-hmm. You're telling us that championships mean something. 
it should matter just as much when they don't get it. One hundred percent, absolutely. You know, when they when they lose something, there's an effect that it has. Yeah. Even even down to like financially, you know, do you mm -hmm. go down a pay tier? Like, yeah, probably because you're not champion anymore. I remember Mick Foley wrote that when he was a champion. Uh, suddenly he was flying first class everywhere and it's mm. like that that stuff for me makes that feel like oh you deserve to hold that belt kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. you want to believe that there is rather than just a little bit of metal that you get to wear around your waist mm -hmm. there is a reason to be fighting for these belts it's prestige yeah. but also like you know it, it adds to your career it helps you build to the next level you get mm -hmm. more money things like that believing that these people are going for something the opposite of that is true if they lose it it should have an effect whether that is send you into a, a depression, make you furious and make you be like, I've got to change something. Yep. Unhinge you in yeah. some way, make you reach for the chairs. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really pleased mm -hmm. with this. And that is exactly why uh, when I lost the jam, that championship, I shaved my beard off mm. to sell the fact that I lost the championship. That was, mm. that was a, a, a conscious choice that I made. And it, was... and it, it made you also look unhinged. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just had a tash and people were just like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Why wouldn't I be okay? Um, yeah, no, it's great. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know it's all about your balls. Manscaped, baby. You know it's time to shave your balls. Manscaped, baby. 
Manscaped is the name. Performance package is the game. Lawn Mower 4.0. Waterproof cordless deal the show. Great deal. 20% off your order from your friends. Here at WrestleTalk, we love thee. Use the code WTTV. Free international shipping. You even get yourself two free gifts with the weed whacker for your nose. Because it's not just about your balls. Manscaped, baby. You know it's time to shave your balls. Treat yourself, baby. That's right, you can get 20% off your order and free international shipping at manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. That's 20% off your order, free international shipping, manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. Shall we see what you guys think? Shall we get into some of your uh, ultra chats here? Send those into wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Or we're going to read all the ones that are five US dollars and up by the time the show goes off the air. Um, so we've got one here from Gabriel Reyes that said, Liv's new change reminds me a bit of how they used to say uh, that feuding with The Fiend would change them. I'm looking forward to losing uh, to losing titles, changing some people if WWE sticks with it. Title matches will have more stakes. Feel better, Tempest. I agree. Yeah, I like this. This is a really good point. The idea of like feuding with a fiend would change them. Mm-hmm. It's because the idea of if if Liz is a bit mad, mm. Liz, Liz, <laughs> you hear politics been on your mind, does it? <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> that was for the queen, not for Trust, by the way. <laughs> Trust is, as far as I know, still alive. Um, the, if you feud with Liv and you have to go to a place because she's in a place, mm-hmm. it pulls it out of you. It's, I mean. Oh, there was. A, I mean, it, it's it's a well-worn trope, I guess, that you have to. It was it was. Oh, here, this is the example I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. When uh, Triple H in 2000 was feuding with Mankind, and yep. it was like beating him down, beating him down, beating him down. Mick Foley had to go to the Cactus Jack. Yes, yes. That was the idea, and then and then Trips obviously sold that. So while I always go back to it, mm-hmm. that incredible selling of oh boy, yeah, you've gone there, and I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. If you, it's a great way to have the character of of live. Uh, enhanced and pushed and then also the opponents as well because if she's crazy and she's going to bash you with everything and that's not who you are you have to step up to that level Mm -hmm. to get there it's a really interesting device if you use it well and as much as we can positive about it maybe it's because you know 25 plus years or whatever being a fan and things like that especially over the past few years promise can be snuffed out like that oh 100 percent. so i'm a little bit nervous that they're not going to be able to pull it off but at the moment I, I, you know what? Something that I don't normally do for WWE that has changed now. I'm willing to let it play out. Long-term storytelling. Ooh, exciting, isn't LTS. it? Um, uh, Dr. Hook Nolan Evans said, Hi, lads. I want to get something off my chest. Since 2020, I've never been a Liv Morgan fan. Her main problem for me is during her solo run, she never had an identifiable gimmick besides the bathtub stuff they've dropped since. At least she has a gimmick now. I do know what you mean, and I think it's mm. kind of a... a uh, an effect, an after effect of the fact that they were brought in with the sort of riot squad. Yes. Um, what was the name of Paige's Absolution? Yeah. Was it Absolution? Yes. Yes, was Absolution. It? And then there became Fire and Desire, which Cole said as Sonya yes. was walking down. And I was like, yeah. ah, I see what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. But there was that kind of thing of like, they're just here so that we can pad out some numbers so we can mm-hmm. do the Women's Royal Rumble. Yes. And then the riot squad was a fun thing. And then obviously the riot squad gradually fell apart. 
And then Liv was just Liv, mm -hmm. right? And she had, because she's a, a warm presence on social media and people like her, and I actually loved the promo stuff she was doing when she was champion. She was like, Ronda doesn't need this. I mm -hmm. need this. Yeah. I want this in a way she doesn't. That stuff really let me buy into her as a person. Yeah. But that was all extraneous, not on camera stuff. Yes. So I kind of know what you mean when you say that there was nothing to buy into her solo run. Mm -hmm. Um it is nice to see her be given yeah. something to do. And, and I don't think everyone needs, like, a, a gimmick, so to speak, or a huge character or anything. Oh, so when she was a lesbian? Uh, she, had a, she had that run, didn't she? Uh, yeah. God. Yeah, that was... A bit of HLA for the didn't, dance. Didn't, didn't like that one either, I'll be it honest. Was, it was a weird it one. It was very strange, you that know. one. Um, yeah, I, I don't think everyone needs, like, an over-the-top, you know, like, a gimmick yeah. or whatever, but you need something to be able to buy into them. It's like, what what is this person's motivation is what you need to know. And for a long time, Liv was just like, I'm a baby face. It's mm. like... Okay, and <laughs> yeah. what do you want? You know? Because um, that stuff gets tired quick. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. We'll do more of your ultra chats later. Uh, keep sending those into WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Gonna read all the ones that are uh, five US bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. Uh, but for now, let's get into talking about the rest of SmackDown. Please. Um, which kicked off. Okay, I have some things to say, and all of them are positive about this opening bit. Okay, because I was... We, when I arrived at the office today, I was like, mm -hmm. good show, huh? And you yeah. didn't seem and so... And I was like, it was fine. It was all right. I was popping throughout mm. this show. Mm. So oh, I'm intrigued to hear anything I, you've got. I will say, my glee. this started off really well. Oh my God, One, great. started off with a match. Yeah. Thumbs yes. up. Oh, love it. Great, great stuff. And Sheamus versus Solo Sokoa. Mm -hmm. Massive credit to WWE here. One, for building Sheamus up so much. Yeah. And two, for protecting Solo Sokoa that this feels like a really big match. I, truly, because I sat down and I pressed start on my little BT Sports situation. I was like, here we go. There'll be a show. I wonder what's first. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe, if you told me back in the League of Nations era <laughs> that I would hear Seamus' music and sit forward in anticipation, mm. I'd have been like, what are you smoking? Yeah. So really credit that now brought, and even down to, the, they have the full screen entrance situation. Mm -hmm. His is so cool. It's like a rainy street where they're going to have a little yeah. backlot fight. That's great stuff. I love it. I'm a mm -hmm. big fan of the brawling. Even brawling brutes when they were Peaky Blinders and started and it was Butch rather than Pete. Mm -hmm. Dylan, I'm like, oh, come on. Yep. And I have come so far around. Oh, man. A proper 180. Yeah. On like, and the thing is, it's just such a simple thing of them just being a bunch of lads yeah. who just like fighting. And Because that's... It. That's sort of what they were going for originally, yes. but then they muddied it with all the other stuff with butchers like Scrappy Doo, and then they're all wearing like weird hats and stuff. It's like, what's all this other stuff you've had on top of it? Yeah, but like they're just coming out and they're like ready for a fight yeah. and they're excited. And literally, they're like, I'm excited. You know, Seamus huddling them, it's like, fight, fight, fight. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm into this. I can buy into this. It's that cool. Allows you as a fan to then link. And, you, and you're right with Solo as well. They're, mm. they're doing a really good job of everyone in the bloodline has a character that's individual and, and yes. creates the whole and that's why the bloodline i think is so over so good um and so when so he so also has that really cool entrance mm. triple h has given him the lasers oh, you know the good, sort of, yeah the susan boyle halo moment mm -hmm. although that's braze um i yeah i'm 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 into the match before the bell's wrong so yeah exactly yeah. and this felt like whoever won this match i was like this is going to be a big win mm. for either of them this mm -hmm. is this is a big win for either of them uh, I enjoyed this match as well. It was physical, as you'd expect mm -hmm. from these guys. Um, a bit of fun. A uh, lot of 
shenanigans at ringside. Oh, many shenanigans. Oh, so many. Um, and a lot of like bloodline interference. That then broke down. Brawling Brutes got involved. Super kick, super kick, super kick. They chucked the commentary table on top of Rolling Brutes. I loved it. Yeah? I said this on the Raw review because uh, the, the new announce table breaking is them bashing into that little corner of the barricade mm -hmm. and nearly knocking out the timekeeper. Yeah. Um, so whenever I see something with the announce table, suddenly I'm excited again. Yeah. And them really selling how heavy this announce table was <laughs> and then just plonking on top, I was like, great. Yeah. I, I, I'm here for this. And yeah. in the match, it's little details here and there. Mm -hmm. So the little detail of this announce table being heavy was great. The working of Seamus's arm the mm -hmm. whole match yeah. was really tasty. Um, to so that when we come to the the, the final moments of the match, mm -hmm. um, oh, and also the interference working this time. It seems like the bloodline are on the same page. Yeah, kind of hundred percent. Yeah, um, and even there was a bit that I wrote it down. Um, oh no, that's that's for that's for post match. But like mm. the the ev all of the bloodline have their like little characters in the in the shenanigans moment yeah. as well it's really well worked it, from the start to finish this segment was delicious mm, it was really really good mm. um solo got the win in the end with still the worst finisher name in wwe right now what is the finish the name? spinning solo that doesn't make any sense it's bad isn't it spinning it's real bad solo. i'm trying see, to see if there's a pun there see when i when i first heard that i was like but his name is solo <laughs> so what you're doing is just calling it like the Twisting Trevor, you know, like it's just, just nothing. <laughs> the Twisting Trevor is great. <laughs> what you've done is undermine your own point. <laughs> you know, it's like that's just a bad name. Um, but uh, shenanigans, Uso's involvement, Sami Zayn, uh, Sheamus then takes out all the bloodline, mm -hmm. but then leaves himself open to Solo to get to come back into the match. Hits a spinning Solo, wins. Cool. I would have been happy if that just ended there. Yeah. Solo gets a big win, but they took it one step further. Post-match beatdown, they go after the arm that was already worked over in the match. Thank you. Details. Oh, so good. Love the details. And they injure Sheamus's arm. Yeah. Which is beautiful. And it seems like, uh, like WWE said that he's suffered a, a non-displacement fracture or something. Oh. So like, it seems like he's not going to be wrestling for a little bit at least. Which, whether that's shoot or not, mm. is interesting. Because yeah. I, as they were coming down to the ring, was thinking about the Intercontinental title, uh, match the, mm -hmm. the, the number one contendership that was last week and thinking about how uh Seamus had almost won it off Gunther yeah is it Gunther or Gunther Gun I Gunther I'm saying Gunther because I watched Friends I don't yeah. know what to tell you I think it's um, Gunther I'll never be able to read that fine. and not see Gunther Gunther um, it was so close to winning we all wanted to see it there was even that great video of the fans being like you tapped out that Seamus was like mm -hmm. well he said it I want to see that match mm -hmm. but I was like could you imagine the reaction at a stadium show after we, it nearly got it at Clash of the Castle. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine, like, like after after being denied, after being edged with mm -hmm. this Sheamus title win? Yeah, you maybe want to save that for a massive show. Mm -hmm. So really interesting that they've got Ray in the thing. I guess it keeps them away for a little while. That's oh, Sheamus is not going to be here for a while. Mm -hmm. Cool. It, it makes us feel on ice for a little bit, just in the back of our yeah. heads. What would that look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eke it out a little bit longer without us losing our patience, without the rivalry going into a cooldown mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and also what else was great about this moment was i don't know if you clocked it sammy mm -hmm. stopping them yeah they were going they were going and then sammy went no no no. we've done it we've done it we've, we, we've achieved we, yeah. we, we don't need to do that anymore. we have done the thing we've done the thing we intended to do yeah almost like he's the he's started to he, he's the one who follows the rules and yes. that was then seeded throughout the show mm -hmm. because i think if you'd have left it in the hands of jay yeah they would have carried on until he's that a hot head, off. you know, because he's a little hot head. Yeah. But Sammy being the good boy prefect and being like, maybe don't, was just such a, a really 
interesting. To, he's, he's a conscience. He's got a conscience in a way that the, sometimes the especially I don't know if Solo has because Solo still has that kind of stoic mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, Jay yeah. certainly doesn't have. Jimmy no. would follow on. It was really nice. Yeah, I was a big fan. It, very, very good. And I'm hoping as well that if Seamus is being written off for a little bit, even if he's still on screen but doesn't wrestle, it would kind of allow. Uh, the brawling brutes yeah. to to shine a little bit because it does feel like it's been the Seamus show for mm. a little bit in terms of brawling brutes. He's definitely been the focus. Mm. Understandably, he's going for the IT, IT title and stuff like that. But I'm hoping now if he takes a little bit more of a backseat, you can have the tag team kind of flourish a little bit in his absence and it will kind of build, the, they can get into their own characters a little bit more because mm. at this point they just kind of feel like Seamus' lackeys a little bit. Yes. So if they can flourish a little bit now, I think that's also going to be really good. Yeah. So A lot of promise from this yeah. segment. Yeah. Thumbs up all around. Really enjoyed this opening. Um, Rey Mysterio had a promo with Imperium backstage. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. They yeah. said, we're going to beat you up. And Rey was like, all right. Try me. Yep. Go for it. Yeah. Cool. There's not much else to that. Nope. Just feeding into the rest of the show. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Uh, Bray Wyatt was backstage. I can't tell you what he said. It was very cryptic, as per usual. Um, but was... all I got out of this was he was going to do horrible things, and he's not going to feel bad about it. Well, it was cryptic, and also... The music was way too loud. It was, wasn't it? I could barely hear him. I like them playing his theme because I'm kind of mm. into his theme. Yeah. But um, the mix needed to come down. And they had yeah. a few problems with the mix. Kayla Braxton, mm. a couple of times during the show, yeah. was either not talking or screaming at me. And yes. So it's like someone with the fader in the production truck needs to get the, uh, get a grip. Yeah. Um, but when I did manage to pass what he was saying, essentially what Bray was sort of hinting at was the idea that like, you wanted me to come back, mm -hmm. so I'm here. Yeah. And as a result, I don't feel guilty about what I'm about to do. Yes. This, for me, was interesting, but not um, for furthering anything. Mm. It was yes. more like, okay, cool. Uh, I, it didn't go... It didn't raise my expectations or stakes with break mm -hmm. up or down either. Yes. Yeah. It just kind of kept that plate spinning. Yeah. And that's all. Yeah. Um, it was fine. I, I didn't like it, didn't hate it. It was fine. Mm. Um... But what I did like, Bloodline backstage. Mm -hmm. Oh, this was good. So they're all celebrating Solo Sokoa's win. Sami Zayn especially like hyping him up. He's like, yeah, you sent a whole message to the whole roster. Now that everyone everyone knows not to mess with the Bloodline. We're all great. Yeah, we're awesome. And we're finished for the day. And we're done. We've done our jobs, right? Let's let's go home. Jey Uso's like, no, nah, man, we're on a roll. Let's go get Logan Paul later. And Sami's like, um... I mean, we have instructions from the tribal chief. Let's not engage Logan Paul, so we should not do that. And Jay's like, "Well, I am a hothead, you know. So <laughs> why don't why don't we see what happens later?" And I was like, "That's brilliant. Yeah, that's so good." Of one, Sami Zayn following the rules mm -hmm. that Roman Reigns has laid out to him. Jay undermining what Roman wants, and also he's kind of doing it on purpose to undermine Sami Zayn's authority mm. over him is Brent, like him using the line. Oh yeah, I'm a hothead. So we'll see what happens is like, he knows that Sammy is there to control him and he's purposely not doing it. So Sammy looks worse because he can't control it. Oh, it's, it's just wonderful. It's the kids being there when the parents are away. Yes. Cause like we've had part-time champs before who were not on screen, mm -hmm. but you feel his presence. Mm-hmm every single week because of the way these two are interacting. Mm -hmm. So the idea, like you said, that Jay is like, all right then, let's play. And like, mm -hmm. who's going to stop me? Yeah. It ain't going to be Roman. Are you yeah. going to stop me? And I, stop me? And I want everything in my power to get you away from this team. Mm -hmm. yep. So if I can undermine you, I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. uh, and it just creates that sort of simmering tension on so many different levels. Mm -hmm. um, and like, yeah, and, and, and what is it? Jimmy with the sort of um, Ron Simmons 
damn like damn. he just says one thing each promo and, yeah and it still sells it yeah it could be a yes or a no from mm-hmm. Jimmy. you never know yeah um yeah i just i, I i'm here for it it's it was this fantastic uh, we're running out of superlatives but i do mm-hmm. have one for the very end of the show oh. i wrote down all oh, right this is how i feel about it okay uh, Liv Morgan, we had the that we spoke about before, had a match yeah. against Sonya Deville. Uh, we then had a video promo for LA Knight. We had a video promo for the Viking Raiders, the Valhalla Await I'm stuff. I'm so here for the Viking stuff. Yeah, should be cool. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I curious to see when, when Sarah Logan comes back. I'm real curious to see how that's going to play out. Mm. So, into it. Uh, we then had stuff that I didn't care about. It was Braun Strowman and it was Omos. They're both big. And Braun came out and said, I'm big. And then MVP came out and said, Omos is also big. And then Braun said, well, we should fight. And he went, all right. And then Omos pushed him out of the ring. I don't care. His? I don't care. Right. I wrote two things down. Mm. The first thing I wrote down is, not every segment has to be for me. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. 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 Here is a sign of how good a mood I'm in. As okay. As a result of these shows. Yeah. I've got something positive to say about this segment. All right. Braun coming out, this mm-hmm. crowd were were quite hot for oh. everybody, and they gave him a big old reaction. Don't get me wrong. People love Braun. Yeah. I'm just not interested. So, neither am I, and I was kind of not really into the idea. I was like, eh, would I skip this bit? No. Well, then when MVP comes out and they have a chat, this mm-hmm. is where I thought it was very clever, the way they staggered the entrances, because we had Braun, big, big, big man, mm. and the whole selling point of this is two big men having a go at each I'm other. I'm big, yeah. MVP comes out, not a small man, no, but small compared to Braun Strowman. Yes. So we have a long look at the visual of this towering man towering over this person. Mm-hmm. And then MVP goes, well, here's Omos. And mm-hmm. Omos comes in the ring. And when we have that shot of Omos staring down at Braun Strowman, I did go, oh, but he's a big man. He is big, isn't he? Is big, he? he? Kind of sold it for me. <laughs> and then he pushed him out of the ring. And I was like, and you know what? Fair play. I'm kind of like, that. that, that uh, something childish in my brain mm-hmm. went, I want to see the big people bash each other. <laughs> <laughs> so like, somehow this worked for me, even though it wasn't for me at the beginning. Yeah. So I, I don't, I've been burned by Omos too much. Oh, I don't I just going to be good. I just don't care. Like, I can't get invested in it, yeah. you know? So but I'm what, just like, mm. what I'm being presented with is on a, on a, a, crown jewel saudi show mm-hmm. that i already don't really enjoy being a thing that exists mm-hmm. but i'll watch anyway because i'm a hypocrite yeah um given a, i'm being given a match that i know is not going to be technically brilliant in any way shape or form mm-hmm. do i want to see the slightly smaller man lift the slightly bigger big man and do a move on him like hulk and andre mm-hmm. yes when he does that one flipping this business. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Power Slam. Thank you. Yeah. Um, no, that's not Power Slam. Scoop Slam. Front. Scoop Slam? Body what? Slam. What? Yeah. Slam. When he slams it. Slamiversary. <laughs> I'll be like, yay! Because it'll be 5pm and I won't be tired yet. Yeah. So um, that's what I'm being built towards. If I get a slam, I'll be very happy. Mm-hmm. And and literally anything else doesn't matter. I think, I think that, that that's, that's the good mood I'm in today. I think Braun Strowman's going to do the around the ring um, and he's going to bonk Omos and Omos is going to sell it and then everyone will go way you're not coming off his feet that barricade is made of biscuits yeah I want and these two men are big and this whole feud is being built on big if they do that spot and he does a little run around the ring and then bashes mm-hmm. him through that barricade I don't want the barricade to break I want them to like barrel out of the stadium mm. I want there to be a, a Omos shaped hole in the stadium door yes that anything less for. than that and I'm not interested. Yeah, I'll pop for that. That's all right. Uh, we got confirmation. Drew McIntyre backstage said that it's going to be Drew versus Cross rematch in a steel cage at Crown Jewel. And 
bless the commentary. They're like, well, I mean, Scarlet can't get involved. It's like, have you ever seen a steel cage match? <laughs> Everyone always gets involved. Uh, also, she uses pepper spray, and as far as I know, those steel cages have holes, so she could just <laughs> spray through that. Um, I will she can chuck fireballs through that cage. What was hilarious to me is that it was like, yes, I was called to the HQ. It's like, yeah. Because you tried to slam his head into a car door. Like, we all, first of all, you caused an automobile collision. That's a criminal offense. Yep. Then you tried to kill him. Yeah. Twice. Actual murder. I probably would give you a slap on the wrist from HQ, mm. if I'm honest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, I didn't care about the, sla- uh, the, the strap match at Extreme Rules. I don't really mm. like strap matches to begin with. Mm-hmm. There was no uh, judge in that match at Extreme Rules. So, all right. Do a cage match. Yeah. I'll watch it because it'll be you know 6 p.m by then Mm -hmm. so fine yeah sure go for it it'll be all right i guess uh we had damage control versus uh, raquel and Aaliyah. Uh, i wrote Aaliyah. no raquel and shotzi thank you i wrote Aaliyah on my notes Aaliyah doesn't have a tank no she doesn't shotzi does have a tank and michael cole is very keen on the tank he sure is um uh this match was fine i maybe i wasn't cranky when i woke up because i (laughs) like this match a lot (laughs) I don't know what I it thought is. it was alright. Well, it was good. Yeah, it was fine. It, it definitely started like fine, and then I think the f- closing sequence was great. Closing sequence was very good. Really tasty. I liked it. And I liked that right at the beginning we had that moment of like, oh, it's EO and Raquel. They have history. I like that they referenced that history, built universe, the whole thing. That was really good. Um, I didn't for one second believe that Raquel and Shotzi were going to win. Um, and I thought, oh, but, but then we had this moment of like EO and EO's Tornado DDT. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's good, isn't it? Oh, that was gorgeous. Yeah. Followed up with that, you know, the be- the best moves on in the business. Oh, Charlotte's yeah. not around at the moment. Like, I still think Eos is better. Do you think? Yeah. I will happily watch them have a match together and have a moves mm. competition. Mm. I'll be into that. Um, but no, I I, I don't know. I was, I was into it. I, I liked the, the display. And I'm sat there going, this is what damage control have needed. Mm-hmm. It's been this thing of like, they've had this weirdly stop-start journey. And now, even down to the fact they're wearing the same gear, they're mm-hmm. they're in cohesion, they're using each other to get the win. Like, but even so, their moves look good. Like mm-hmm. when they do get the win, it's it's kind of why it's more confusing to me that we're about to see Bailey have a second match for the title after having lost the first one. It's yeah, like I don't know. I wish that you'd not pull the trigger on Bailey mm-hmm. going for that championship because yeah. her being like, I have a pinfall victory over the champion. I'm going to use it whenever I want. Mm. And then going on a tag team tear mm-hmm. and her holding that over the champion is much more compelling because if Bailey loses again, the damage control kick her out so that because she's the weakling. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's uh, so so this damage control on SmackDown, really good. Damage control on Raw, not. Yeah. It's confusing. So I'd like a little bit more clarity. I'd like more mm-hmm. of this and less of that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh a thing for me that kind of took away from this match a little bit was in the opener, we had Distraction, and then Soda won. And in this one, it was like, Bailey got involved, and then Eo won. It's like, okay, does every heel team need to do this? Mm. Like, is it always heel Distraction? Like, And later on as well, when we had uh, Rey Mysterio and Ludwig Kaiser, like, Imperium got involved in Distraction. It's like, can we have some variety on this? Like, not every act needs to do exactly the same thing. It would be cool. And it's and I know what you mean, because it is, it is every show, week in, week out. Mm. It's very, very Attitude Era. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not here for it. No, I, 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 do I don't like mind heels with. getting involved, just not in every single match. It's like we have fifty-fifty booking, or we have heel interference in every match. Mm-hmm. There must be something in the middle. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I, and I think that we need to find that in some way. You're yeah. right. Like once a week, maybe once a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Grand. That's fine. It yeah. does lose its effect. Yeah. Oh, although it does bring up 
Um, what was the show later on where there was? Oh, it was um, it was in Mysterio uh, mm-hmm. Kaiser. Um, the the trope of referees ejecting people from ringside <laughs> is my favorite thing. <laughs> Not necessarily that it's just because of the way they do it. Oh, absolutely! It's yeah. the business of you and you. You get out here, <laughs> and then it happened in Rampage as well. Yes, and I was having such a good time with oh, that. So if you're gonna bring, at least if you're gonna do heel interference, at least give me that. It know? was. It's very pantomime. Yeah, it's, it's the great. best pantomime. Yeah. Uh, so damage control retain their titles. EO one with the moonsault. That's cool. Ronda Rousey backstage. All right. I need your opinion on Ronda Rousey before I say what I want to say about this segment. What do you feel about Ronda Rousey okay, in, I, in general? First of all, I feel threatened by you in this moment. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm scared of what my response is going to be. Um, I like Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I like that she is just being honest with being mm-hmm. a, a crybaby. Mm-hmm. I like that she... Ronda Rousey is the baddest woman on the planet. She, I believe she, she could break my arm with a, with a blink. Easy. Um, and that's good. The fact that she is so fragile snowflake mm-hmm. that wrestling fans being like, boo, is enough to send her off the deep end, mm-hmm. I think is really cool. So her being like, I'll do an open challenge when I want. Mm-hmm. Also, screw Ohio, peace, leaving, mm-hmm. is hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. You paid so much money for Ronda Rousey and you're going to have a, a quick promo backstage with Kayla Braxton yep. and then leave. I, I like it. Fair enough. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I I'm not a huge fan of Ronda's. Um, I think she's she's fine enough in the ring. I don't really like her character work that she does. To me, it feels so transparent that she just doesn't care. And I'm like, I'd like you to care about what you're doing. It would be nice. Uh, but then in this one, I like that she's still maintaining the kind of tweener slash heel character. But for me, if they're trying to ride that line between babyface and heel and kind of go somewhere in the middle on this one. She's saying, like, like uh, are you going to do an open challenge? Now, everyone's expecting an open challenge from you uh, this week. And she's like, I mean, yeah, but not now. It's like, either do one or don't. Like, well, wh- like why? It's like, I'll do it next week when I want to. It's like, how do you know you're going to want to do it next week? Why are you announcing it? About- but why don't you not- do it this week? Why are you doing an open challenge? That's a babyface thing to do. If you're going to be heel about it, don't do one. Pick a lane. Is that okay? So, so there's, there's. I have a counterpoint, but also I do kind of see your point elsewhere in the show. Do you not think that's a very healy thing to do? Saying I'll do an open challenge, but later, whatever I want. If you and the fact that it's making you frustrated and being like, well, do an open challenge or don't. Like, just pick one is kind of healy. It's Uh, working. Yes, but then I don't agree with doing an open challenge at all because that's not a heel move. So then, open challenge is a very babyface thing to do. When we do have her say. I'll do one when I want, and then we get yeah. a graphic saying she's going to do one next week. Yeah, it does undermine it a little. Yes. bit. Yes, I. So I, I do see your point. However, I think it's really interesting that like Ronda, if we look at Ronda at large, mm-hmm. I think she loves wrestling. I think there is no denying that she loves wrestling, and she wanted this. And then that her first run that she had uh, when she signed, she, she she the whole two was it two thousand nineteen, two thousand eighteen, was two thousand eighteen, eighteen, eighteen. That whole first run was so I think really great. I think she mm. was crisp. I think she did the job. She did what she she did what she did, and she and she was working with people who either um, could elevate her or were no match for her. So mm-hmm. that that led her even better. It was a great run, culminating in that main event at WrestleMania, which mm-hmm. you know I think was unfortunate because of several things, not God, least yeah. Vince inserting Charlotte, insisting that Charlotte was going to be there. <sighs> Though that God. said, I you know I'm actually a Charlotte fan. Um, also, uh, them having to go on past midnight. Oh, there were so many. Such things. a long show. Such a long show. So many things were wrong with that. that yeah. Event. So unfortunate. Out of her control. However, I think 
it is the snowflake thing of the fans. It, it not going her way mm-hmm. um, probably did make her sort of like, you know, lose a bit of interest. And coming back, it is for a paycheck, I kind mm. of think. You know, especially coming back after so soon after having had a baby, she's kind of got more important things to think about. Using that in the character, I think is is good. Mm-hmm. I think it's booked better. And I think that having a, a Triple H booked women's division, if it can get through the sort of wobbles that it's having here and there, damage control on raw whatever i think could be something really exciting i think the addition though i still have in the back of my mind that moment where she was like telling Shane, call me when you want to run the place mm-hmm. the idea of maybe getting the four horsemen versus four yeah. horsemen thing at some point in the future back be very on cool. track i i have time and patience for ronda mm-hmm. um and i and i i kind of see your point but i was here for this idea of like i kind of the, the sort of sniveling heel element mm. of what she was saying to to me it felt like they really wanted to go with the tweener angle right. of we don't want to pick babyface or heel, so we're gonna have to do a heel thing and also a babyface thing. And I'm like, they don't, it didn't quite mix. It's like I I'm not doing an open challenge, this. but I also am. And it's like, what? Wh- but because I the- read this open challenge as arrogance, as mm. I'll open challenge not because like I'm a, ch- I'm a fighting champion and I want to defend and give people opportunities, mm-hmm. but open challenge because you can't come for me. Like I'm, right. I'm gonna show you how dominant I am each single week because yeah. I'm not scared of you. So I got full heel from this promo. Mm-hmm. So it worked. Eh, didn't for me, but yeah. opinions. Um, <laughs> we had uh, another like Bray Wyatt spooky dookie promo. Yeah, with a little cowboy in it. Yeah. Uncle Howdy. Davy Jones. Yeah. From Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. But like, he, um, without the octopus. Yeah. Uh, and then someone said Howdy. Someone said Howdy. Who was not Bray Wyatt, I no, don't think. It's not no. his voice. No, it wasn't. Who knows? Pass. Yeah. Pass. Who knows? Yeah. Someone in the white six, maybe? Maybe it's another one of Bray's personas. Who knows? Uh, we had uh, a promo from Legado del Fantasma, and then like a counter promo by Hit Row. I really like this. I liked the... Um, uh, God, the... Ha- my brain has just stopped. The cinematography uh, of yeah. uh, the uh, Legado del Fantasma one. Looked different. Camera was obviously different. Them like having their, you know, their, 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 what, they have whiskey, whatever whiskey, it was, brandy, whatever it is, yeah. yeah. And holding it up to the camera. I'm like, that's the, whatever. I don't know. Drink brandy out of a tumbler. You could. You no one's stopping you. They, w- they wouldn't. <laughs> and just like holding it up to the camera. I'm like, they feel different. Yeah. It's a different vibe for this. Mm. And then Hit Row coming back and just being in like backstage. I'm like, this also feels different. You know, it's still the backstage area for other promo yeah. stuff, but it, it's a direct contrast to. Look at our Phantasmus one, which I, I liked. I thought the sunglasses were great. Yeah. Loved them. Mm. That's the kind of details I look for. Yeah, clearly. Um, but I liked it. I'm, who, I'm looking forward to their feud. Who do you think uh, they're bringing with them next week? Do you care? Okay. Nah. I didn't know. I don't know who it might be, but nah. I was I was intrigued because obviously they they can't have Swerve anymore. No, so. no, there's no Swerve anymore. I have no idea, yeah. but I'm curious. Uh, we then had Rey Mysterio versus Ludwig Kaiser. Um, my notes for this match are Ray pays homage to Eddie. Yeah. Ray pays homage to Eddie. 619 for the win. <laughs> <laughs> and if that ain't Ray Mysterio that, in 2022. That is facetious. Yeah. This was a fun match and I enjoyed it. Um, but he does pay homage to Eddie Guerrero in every single match. And I understand. I get it. Yeah. But it is every match. I said this on the Raw Review a couple of weeks ago. It's it's it, the, doing a three amigos as a heel in a Ray match mm. is the equivalent of coming out and saying your town sucks. Like yes. it's just cheap heat. It's yeah, easy. yeah, 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 yeah. And it does kind of feel a little. It just feels a little bit. Yeah, you're right. It's every match. It doesn't mm. need to be. That said, the crowd hot. Again, oh, the yeah. crowd have been hot the whole show. The Eddie chance. And normally, I have been thinking lately, have they been piping crowd noise in? Mm. I've been curious. But the 
people that I could see on camera were chanting the chants I was hearing. Mm. They were up, they were doing the kids especially seemed really into it. Yeah. Um it's a it's it's it feels like it's re-energized Ray in a big way. Mm. Um and I and and then we had the ref pointing away, we had the lychee, the steel, which I enjoyed. Um I've really enjoyed that spot because if the referee legitimately thought that Gunther used the chair on Ray, that's a DQ. You wouldn't eject him, but he did see it, so he can't be sure. <laughs> so instead, what he can do is get out. And then the, then the heels in the ring said, "Like what? We're so close, no! buddy. But I'll follow the rules." And yeah. like, I love it. It's my favorite segment every time. I really do like it. Um, yeah. yeah, I was at a good match. It was a fun little match. I'm always astounded by how well Ray can still move. Yeah. Oh my god. And Goodness me. Trim. Yeah. Like they said on commentary, this man debuted in 1989. I was like, what? He's truly been wrestling longer than I've been alive. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah that's Wild. absurd. Yeah. yeah. Um, but fun match, Ray got the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Ray versus Gunther. Because Two I weeks, think... which means that they can mm. have another match with, um, who's the other? Uh, Vinci. Vinci. Giovanni Vinci. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that match is going to be so much fun. Gunther, so Gunther just chucking around Ray is going to be so much fun. And it's really cool after having seen a lot of the the the, the Gunther Ray match will be very different to Gunther Sheamus. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, and Gunther Sheamus has stolen the show every time it's been on. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, Clash the Castle, Extreme mm-hmm. Rules. Like they, yep. they, their battles have been the thing that I've been looking forward to. And I'm looking forward to this as well. We're mm-hmm. going to see him in a completely different change of pace. Yeah, 100%. Because Ray is also fantastic against Giants. Yeah. It's just such a, a perfect story for Ray mm-hmm. as well. I think it's going to be a great match. Can't wait. Mm. Uh, the main event segment was Logan Paul. Hmm. Okay. I have thoughts about this one because. I haven't been a big fan of Logan Paul's promos since mm-hmm. he's, especially in this Roman Reigns feud. I thought the delivery of Logan Paul's promo here was good. Yes. I think that he he conducted himself well and the things that he said, he said convincingly. And I was like, I believe that he believes what he's saying. And also a higher hometown boy. Yes. You know, like I, I get it. I, yeah. I, I try, I get what he's trying to say. I thought the content of what he says was, mm, I didn't quite, I wasn't quite on board with this because he was saying like he was painting himself as the underdog, which makes sense, mm-hmm. makes total sense. And he's like, you know, I'm 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 just a, a social media guy. But what if I can beat Roman Reigns? What if I get the one lucky punch and I beat mm. Roman Reigns? And I'm like, okay, it, it makes sense. I'm not super into the story, but it makes sense. Yeah. And then he said, you know, I don't need someone to cut promos for me. I'm like, okay, fair. I don't need one. Uh, I don't need two guys that are basically the same guy next to me. I don't need a guy who calls himself Solo, but I've never seen him by himself. I don't. I don't need uh, a guy like a guy who looks like Sami Zayn. What even is that guy? And I'm like, that's against like the story they've been telling. Like everyone in the bloodline is so unique to call the Usos the same person is like, that's not what's happening. I know what this saying. this felt like a John Cena promo. This was very superficial and just being like, huh, Sammy looks weird. <laughs> like, yeah, and? Like, um, what? To you, mm. is Logan Paul a babyface or a heel? Oh, he's such a dick. Right. He's such a heel. But obviously, Roman is a heel. Yeah. So, uh, so Logan's the babyface in the story. Right. But he's such a natural Even heel. Even to saying you dummies at home. Right. Exactly. So what's interesting to me is that I don't care. Mm, I actually am quite looking forward to seeing big heel Roman Reigns batter him. That said, what I thought was really effective here is I think that they are smart enough to know we're going to get Logan Paul's... We're going to get eyes on this because it's Logan Mm -hmm. Paul. Mm -hmm. We're going to lean into this. None of us believe that Logan Paul is the one who's going to take these titles off Roman Reigns. But (laughs) Saudi is a place where mad stuff happens. Don't you 
Yeah, put that in the world. Well, I the swore. Thing. Sorry. This is the Don't <laughs> put that in the world, Dan Layton. This is the thing. I just went, I saw Spider Man, but this is the thing. Them going, but what if? <laughs> made me go, oh, you better not. And then they followed through on that with Jay jumping mm-hmm. him, and it was a really yep. effective segment. Mm. And then, because essentially what. I'm seeing Logan Paul as a side quest for the bloodline. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. To, to get us so because because they like celebrities and Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. But what if? Mm-hmm. And then Logan punches out Jay and leaves mm-hmm. him one punch and he's lying down. Yep. What if? That is enough to make me go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be tense on the night mm-hmm. in case. Yep. Remember when it was ECW one night stand and it was like, if Cena wins, we riot, we riot. But there was a chance Cena would have won. Yeah. And you're like, what if? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the same energy that I'm bringing to this match now. Like, you won't, you won't make Logan Paul be Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. will you? Like, yeah. will you? Well, see, for me, I think they're doing a really good job of putting over this, what if he gets the one lucky hit? Mm. That's all he needs, the one lucky hit. Because Jay then tried to attack Logan Paul. He managed to take him out quite effectively. Uh, and then Sami Zayn came down and was just like, you need to stop this. Roman mm. told us not to do it. Come on, just leave. You've already done what you wanted to do. Good boy conscience. Just, just, just come on, just just get out. Come on, let's go. And Jay looked like he was going to get and be like, nah. Went back to attack him again. And Logan just one punch. Bang, just knocked him out. And he was out. The one lucky punch that he might need, right? So at Crown Jewel, Logan Paul is going to get one lucky hit on Roman. Mm. And it's going to be a great near fall. Mm. Let me tell you, it's going to be a great near fall. But what? Nope. Not going to happen. That, that's the thing. That's what makes this so good is that, is that they've gone, they've planted that seed of like, Nah, but I could. Mm. And, and you as the fans go, because none of us want to see Logan Paul win. Nah. Right? And I think they know that. Mm-hmm. So I think by by allowing him to be a little bit Healy and presenting us with that notion, yeah, your casual Logan Paul fan is going to come in and be like, you could. Mm. And your diehard wrestling fan who engages with all podcasts and is in the, in the internet community is going to be like, nah, you wouldn't. Because we've been burned in the past. Mm-hmm. So you might. Yeah. So it's like, it's that it's that's where the intrigue is coming from, I think, mm-hmm. with the fans. And then... With Sammy being the prefect selling, like his face so good. so white. This is where my superlative comes in. I thought this segment, this closing image of Jay on the floor because he's a hothead and it's gone wrong, and Sammy being like, "What is Dad gonna say mm. when he comes and sees yeah. the mess we've made?" Yeah, I thought this was exquisite. Yeah, I was so impressed with this. Like their performances as a theater student and as someone who studied film, mm-hmm. like. All of this was so well told. It mm-hmm. was exquisite. Yeah, I loved it. And the thing about this as well is that it's Sammy's job, as told by Roman, it's Sammy's job to control Jay. Mm. So even though Jay has done the thing that's wrong, Sammy didn't stop him. He's in trouble. So it's Sammy knows he's like, Jay messed up, but also I messed up. Because Roman knows that he's a hothead, so he's played the type. I was supposed to be the one controlling this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in trouble because I'm yep. the honorary use. Mm-hmm. But like, it's so clever. Oh, it's brilliant. Isn't it? And it's, and it's not, it's not having them fight each other all the time. Not having Sammy and, and Jay like come to fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the subterfuges that, subterfuge, mm. sorry. Subterfuge. Luke, Luke told me off for saying that wrong one. Yeah. Um, it's the subterfuge. It's the mind games between the two of them. It's so clever. It's mm-hmm. so, de- it's tasty. Oh. I love it. I love layers to characters. Yes. It's great, isn't it? Yes. Um, I think all the bloodline stuff is riveting as always. The Logan Paul stuff is an unfortunate barrier that we're going to have to get past. I think it's a tasty side quest. Mm. I'm here for it. I think it would just be what like, I mean, we'll do the crown jewel thing and what then we'll get back to what we want to do. It's not going to happen. What it's not going to happen. I'm not. I, but it might. I genuinely. Stranger things have happened. Anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. WWFE. <laughs> um, overall, I thought this was a fine episode. I didn't think there was anything 
bad on it. Apart from the Braun Strowman Omos stuff, I'm just not interested in it. It wasn't bad. I'm just not interested. Uh, but there wasn't anything like amazingly standout. There was stuff that was good. I was in a really good mood. For me, this was a, a great show. I would say this was a four and a half show. Four and a half out of five for me. I really liked it. It's a three for me. Mm. I thought it was fine. It was really strong. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about Rampage real quick? Sure. We technically only have 10 minutes left on this show. Nah, we got, that's our day. We got time. We, um, yeah. Uh, this was a Rampage Daily's place. Yes, it was. It was. I'm cool. a casual AEW fan. I'm an mm-hmm. ITV4 person. So mm. often I, I don't watch every single week. So I'm sort of like abreast of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So as a casual viewer, this was a really interesting show to watch. Mm. It, it felt like a lot of low stakes. Yes. Am I wrong? Oh, that's Rampage, yeah. Well, okay, this is it, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of ITV4, uh, just come back from uh, from holiday. I mm. uh, went to Mallorca uh, with, with my partner, and uh, we did not get very many channels over mm. in, in, in Mallorca. And we were just browsing, and we were like, okay, so there's a load of like foreign language stuff, okay, cool, cool, whatever. BBC One, okay, BBC Two, and then ITV4 plus one. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> And guess what? On one night, we were scrolling. I see four plus one. What's on? Dynamite. But also, you're in Mallorca, which means you're plus one ahead anyway. Yeah. So you, it was ITV4. <laughs> yeah, so it was is ITV4 or ITV4 plus two. Who knows? Which one is it? Anyway, yeah. uh, so, and then, yeah, Dynamite was on. So we just, we just watched a bit of Dynamite. Yeah. It was a bit of fun. Um, especially because my partner doesn't know anything about wrestling. It was very cool. Although, we flicked on Dynamite and it was um, Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus. And uh-huh. she was like, aren't they friends? And I'm like, oh! You remembered you from the last learned. time you watched Love AEW. That. That's oh, great. It's great. Uh, anyway, this episode of Rampage uh, started with the acclaimed versus the varsity athletes, title versus trademark. Sizzamy daddy ass is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but I love it. Yeah. Um, this match was a bit of fun. It is there just yeah. to get kind of get the acclaimed there. People like doing the thing. Oh, sizzamy daddy, etc. Yeah. Even I mean, um, I, and even as a casual viewer, I'm like, it's over with me. Like, oh, I, I know it. So, over, know, so yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, I thought this was a bit of fun. The varsity athletes, because they trademark the the scissoring mm-hmm. and stuff. They had scissors on their trunks. I'm like, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, I that love was, it. Yeah, this is it. Uh, that, yeah. By the way, that's dumb. I love it. Is mm. this whole episode for me? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the acclaim got the win. It was a fun little match. Mm-hmm. Everyone was uh, Daily's place crowd were really really good. Just yeah. like popping for all the big moves and stuff. It was really cool. Billy Gunn ripped up the trademark. Yeah, they've won it back. They're like that's that's how, that's how legal do documents work. Oh, absolutely. Tear it up. It's done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, they they stomp Mark Sterling in the nuts. Cool. Dreamy. Yeah, yeah. that's what happens. Um, didn't really like the fact that going into this episode of Rampage on Dynamite, uh, Jade Cargill said, "I'm going to hold up the whole show if." We, if I don't get my title back, Tony Khan are going to hold up all 60 minutes of Rampage. Mm-hmm. So we just kicked off with this tag match and very quickly on commentary, they're like, uh, Jade Cargill worked out a deal, so we're going to talk about that later. It's like, wait, what? It's a bit of a swerve, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that's anticlimactic. Especially because um, when she does come out later on and mm-hmm. then sits down and holds it, I, I thought to myself, like, if this show, if this whole hour of Rampage is going to be a little bit banter, mm-hmm have them wrestle around her like you yeah. know what i mean like the show needs to go on but she's sat in the ring so okay well, we, i guess we're just gonna do this match around yeah jade while she's in the middle of the ring kind of funny like yeah genuinely because the thing is as well making rampage feel important is something that we've said they really need to do yes. for ages yeah and going into it you're gonna go like okay jade cargill's gonna like run this show this is gonna feel like a different rampage mm. because jade cargill is gonna be like making sure the stuff doesn't happen. Maybe yeah. less things will happen, but it'll be more Jade-focused. There'll be security trying to get her out. She's going to beat him up. You know, it's going to be a bit mm. of fun. And it was just like, no, this is just a normal segment on the show. It's like, oh, 
okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to feel different, but it doesn't. That's it's fine, an, I guess. It's an undercut. Yeah. It's an undercut. Uh, we had Jade Cargill backstage promo after this tag match. Okay. So, Nina Rose has stolen her title, mm-hmm. her TBS title. To get around it now, Jade Cargill said, because Penelope Ford is injured, Layla Gray will step in and face Willow Nightingale. And because of that, that then means she gets her TBS title back, but then she doesn't anyway. What? Yeah, there's a lot of... I didn't understand it, but I, I no. put that down to me not watching Rampage regularly. Mm. So I was like, I, I'm, sure that this, I'm sure this makes sense. You know, yeah. it, but but it didn't. No. Right, okay. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. It's like, I... So the, 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 the trade-off is, I get my title back and Layla Gray has a match. Mm. Like, but if, if, if Nyla Rose has stolen this belt... Mm-hmm. Why would she just agree to give it back if someone else has a match? Like, with else? if Tony Khan was holding the belt, that makes sense. You know, you, you I, I give you one of my people so yeah. they can have a match and do something for your company, but you give me my title back. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, this is not a deal with Nyla Rose. Someone's pinched a someone's pinched a belt. And yeah, she's cross about it, and then she has Layla Gray will have a match, and I will get my belt back. Nope, nope, I, this was dumb. Yeah, but whatever. Um, uh, the Lucha Bros were backstage yeah. with Eddie Kingston. Yeah, telling him he needs to calm down. He's been out of control lately. It was a reference to Taylor Swift. She's just released an album. You need to calm down. Midnights. That's right? correct. Yeah. 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 Multiple of them. I haven't listened to it yet. No, me neither. Nor will I. Um, <laughs> um, I really liked as well that Pac then comes in to mm. complete the Death Triangle thing. And he's just like, you're a numpty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an idiot. What's wrong with you? In your home territory? On Grand Slam? Pfft, what are you playing at, you idiot? Mm. Walks away. And the King's is like, the hell, man? What's he talking to me for like that? Um, if this is going to lead to a Kingston Pack feud, yeah, yes, please, yeah, please, yes, I'm all for that. Uh, that sounds like a fun match. Also, this was the only moment of tense, like intensity, on the whole show. Yeah, you know, kind of, yeah. And, I, and, I, and I'm not saying that every, it all needs to be high stakes all the time, mm-hmm. but it was it was a nice change. Yeah, it was a nice breakup of pace for me. It's nice, yeah. Mm. Um, I do feel like they were like, oh, you know, Kingston, you've been out of control lately, mm. and then they start talking about Grand Slam, which was over a month ago yeah. it's like would have been cool if this was followed up on more immediately after it but whatever that's fine uh hook beat ari davari i don't care like hook's great i don't care about the trust bust why do they have money what this I is don't the thing care. That they're sort of jobbers but we're told to care about them in some way but they have money purely there to job out you know and yeah and, and and i mean it made it made hook look good Mm. Hook, Hook showed up and, and, you know, they made a whole point about this being his, like, 13th match or something. Yeah. Like, he, he did his things. I really enjoyed uh, the Taz mission on, um, mm-hmm. what's the the butler's name? Oh, I don't know. There you go. Yeah. But I, so I enjoyed, the I, again, this, again with the theme of the show, I enjoyed this utter nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. It's Hook doing Hook things. Mm. For, a, for a title that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on the FTW title. <laughs> I've, I've ranted about it too much on the show already. Um, so, The Firm, so Stokely Hathaway and Ethan Page, yeah. were backstage with Matt Hardy. Yeah. After the segment was finished, the commentary team said, what did Matt just say? Yeah. And I said, great question. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Matt said, because Matt's like under contract with them. Yeah. And then he said, "I honestly, I completely lost track of anything he was saying. And yeah. then the segment just ended and they walked away and I was like, what? Well, I mean, it's the deleters of World Strike again, don't they? Bray, we couldn't understand what Bray had to say on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. What does Matt say on Rampage? Not a clue. Not a clue what he said. Yeah. Um, assume it's something to do with something. He's got he's got, he's got a match on Dark Elevation. Yeah. yeah. 
Cool. Uh, Layla Gray then faced Willow Nightingale. Okay. Willow Nightingale is one of my favorite wrestlers right yeah. now. She's so good. Yeah. So easily likable. Really, really very much. And I really liked what she had on show. Absolutely. Today, yeah. yeah. Willow Nightingale was fantastic. And I'm so glad that after this after this match they announced she's all elite. That was a real feel-good moment. About like, bloody like time. Daily's place especially was a really nice place mm. for that to happen. It Absolutely, kind of it yeah. kind of puts a lot of shine on Willow Nightingale. Mm-hmm. It feels really nice. Yeah, that, it was a, that it was, was very, a proper that is like that is like classic babyface moment. You know? Yes. Really yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. very good. Um I don't want to be too negative here, but I'm going to be. Uh, JR! This match in particular, I really noticed JR's commentary, and it wasn't good. I didn't want to be the one to say that because yeah. of my whole casual status. Mm-hmm. I felt like people yeah. would rip me for it, but yeah. Right. I agree. JR being like, oh, Willow Nightingale, she's really green. I'm like, don't say that! Mm. JR, that's a bad thing. And then he's like, it's amazing how Kira Hogan's hair has grown. I'm like, shut yeah. up, you're not adding anything to this match. And I was like, okay, granddad. Uh, Willow has had more TV time than Layla, so she must be the favourite in this match. It's like, JR, shut up! Yeah. You're taking away from this match! Yeah. Uh, and obviously, glancing blow there. Glancing blow there. Like, don't call this out. I mean, it happened, Ugh. I will say it happened on SmackDown as well a couple of times. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cole, it's one of my Cole. Least and it happened all things. over Extreme Rules. Cole was yes. um, exposing everything and making things look really stupid. So, the announcers should be there to sell the story. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want it to be like a ragging on Jim Ross and AEW thing. It, it happens all the time. It, happens it does. All over the place. They should be there to sell the story, not undercut it. If something goes wrong, don't draw attention to it. That's Theatre 101. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we, we all saw it. There's no need to be like, well, that was rubbish, you know, like, especially if it's then going to lead into the final. Like, exactly. Don't, do it. don't yeah. do that. Um, it, it was all across this show. And normally I'm complaining about Chris Jericho on commentary. He wasn't here this time. So I'm complaining about JR instead, because uh, I really noticed it in this match in particular. Uh, Willow's all elite. Hit out comes Jade Cargill to interrupt Willow's nice moment. So I'm hoping that's going to lead to a Jade Cargill Willow Nightingale thing. I'd be into it. Yeah. Because I know she's already faced Willow, but now Willow's been signed. She's kind of building up more wins. Momentum. She's going to have a rematch down the line. I'd be into it. Um, she gives Nyla Rose 10 seconds to get down to the ring to give her a belt back. Again, this person's robbed your belt. She doesn't care for your rules. No, why would she? Why would she? I, I wasn't going to come out, but then you started counting. And you started, started counting down, and now I've got to. Uh, and then it cuts to the, the Tron, and Nyla Rose also steals her car. Which I did like. <laughs> I mean, it's like, dumb. That's it's dumb. And you know what? Again, banter show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know what? Nyla Rose has so much charisma. Yeah, huge. Why was she ever paired with Vicky Guerrero? She's such a good promo. Mm. Baffling to me, but regardless. Um, Jade Cargill then says, Oh, I don't care. I'm not leaving this ring until I get my belt back. Tony Khan, sort it out. She then immediately leaves the ring so she can beat up more security. It's yeah. like... Have the security... Have, have, have like a legion of security take her out. She knocks out the first couple, but then she's yes. overwhelmed by them and she's dragged away. Exactly. That's you know, fine. This is basic stuff. Yeah. And she she beat up a couple of them. She then got out of the ring to beat up some more. And we said, well, we're going to show you how the main event came together. And then she was gone by the time we came back. Also, or, or rather not also, or what you could do is, she's just pinched my car. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run after her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This could be, this could, and, and if you don't want to have Jade hold up the whole show, make this the opening segment. Yeah, 100%. That's the thing. This show should have opened with Jade Cargo being like, right, it's time for me to run the show. Open, open, the, 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 this is Rampage, la, la, la. First shot is, well, welcome to the show, but we have a situation here because mm-hmm. Jade, as promised, is sat in the middle of the ring. Yep. Intensity right off the bat. Exactly. You know, uh, that it, that's mad. Again, this is basic stuff. This is yep. basic. If it's I can basic. come up with it, you should be able to. Exactly. Uh, but we cut away to see how this main event came together. And you know what? I 
have my issues with the whole Jade Cargill stuff. But damn it, Orange Cassidy's so funny. Um, they, they said how the main event came together is Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy versus Preston Vance versus Roosh for the All Atlantic title. And obviously, we've had Ten and Roosh have had a whole yeah. thing together for a while. They're having a uh, an intense thing backstage at a bar. Orange Cassidy just pops up. He's like, "Hey, gang, hi. Have you seen this title? I want it." <laughs> pulls it out of his bag. Yeah, pulls it out the backpack, and he's like, "Have you seen this yet? I want it." Which is otherwise empty. He's bought. Yes. He's, gone, he's gone. Oh, I've won a belt. I've got to carry around. I guess I'll yeah. get a backpack. I'll get a backpack. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's so stupid. I love it. Uh, and then uh, and then it's like, yeah, I'll I'll fight both of you if you want. Uh, solve all your problems. Cool. We'll do that. It cuts to Mark Henry doing his thing, and Orange Cassidy's just with Mark Henry, just being like, "Welcome back to Rampage." I'm like, Orange Cassidy, you should not be this funny. It's, it really was very entertaining. It's so good. Yeah. Very sports. And Mark Henry just being like, "Yeah, it was sports entertaining." That's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Mark Henry being like. Orange, stop, don't do stop, stop it. This stop. is my line. Uh, and then the uh, Ten and Roosh cut, cut promos. Uh, ten is with negative one as well. Cool. Uh, and then Orange guys is like, it looks like there's been enough talk. And Mark Henry is again just like, Orange, it's my line. Stop it. Mm. It looks like there's been enough talk. <laughs> yeah, it was great comedy. <laughs> uh, it was really good. And uh, yeah, they came out. Orange Cassidy came up with their friends in Danhausen again with the backpack. Mm-hmm. Tried the backpack in the ring. Tight bell out. He's a dumb character. I love it. Um, Cassidy gets the win in this main event. Very fun match. I really liked this one. I did too. But. But. Yes. I don't know if I'm, again, wrong here, but mm-hmm. this belt, this All-American, All-Atlantic All belt, yes. was sort of made to feel like it was it was a workhorse belt. Like sure. It was... A, it was and I, I, it kind of disrupts its legitimacy when the guy who holds it is a comedy wrestler. Not mm-hmm. to say that I don't want him to have a belt as a boy. Not to say that I don't think it, it, he kind of... Because he's great in He's a ring. good wrestler. He's yeah. great in the ring. And I really enjoyed the match. But it was... It, when 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 the crowd are like, whoa, he's going to put his hands in his pockets. Or like, what, I, I don't know. It, 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 it makes that suspension of disbelief just that little bit harder because it makes it feel like I'm watching a banter match rather than watching mm-hmm. a... a, a championship opportunity right do you know what i mean yeah and this is the thing that it, it, it's the same thing that bothered me on raw with um with matt riddle coming out with some bongos it's like your preparation mm. for your championship match was buying some bongos mm-hmm. i don't know that's a personal gripe that i have mm-hmm. the content of the match mostly was really engaging really entertaining really but it's the fact that it was a title match mm-hmm. for a belt that i'm supposed to buy mm-hmm. as, a, as a legitimate sporting especially in the legitimate sporting company mm. That that was a, a bit dissonant for me, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's fair. Um, I I didn't feel that personally just because I've seen so much of Orange Cassidy doing legit wrestling in AEW right. and being great all the time. Yeah. It's like okay, he does this thing at the start and it's jokey, but when he turns it on, he's really good. So right. he can get away with doing the jokey stuff at the start because it's just that he that's did it what again he does. In the middle. That's fair. And then and again at the end. That's true. And I he does like, do that. I was like, yeah, that's fair. Um, I really liked it. Yeah, I love Orange Cassidy matches. Uh, very fun, fast pace. I enjoyed all of it. Uh, it was really good. Uh, Ten and Roosh like working sort of together at one point mm-hmm. in the match. That I was, was like, really "Ooh, yeah. little, little teases. That's nice." Um, and just like the beginning bit where it was just Ten and Roosh like going ham on each other, and Orange Cassidy's like, "All right, I'll just wait here. Mm. I'll let you guys do your thing." Uh, it was also really good. Uh, Again, like that psychology. That's little details. That's, mm, that's absolutely, really nice. yeah. Uh, and then Cassidy getting the roll up on Ten was also very good. Roosh still strong afterwards. Uh, but Ten also got some really good spots in here as well. He didn't look weak coming out of this at all. Mm. Um, really good stuff. And there was a little stare down between Roosh and Ten after the match. Yeah. Cool. And it almost felt it. like he was sort of a little bit 
leaning towards taking them up on their offer mm. until negative one came out. Exactly, yeah. And what I love about that is that, I mean, it, it being in Daly's place makes it a family affair kind yeah. of thing. Anyway. And there was that element, because obviously it was dedicated to the, the mm-hmm. passing of, of, of Mongo. Like, it felt... AEW does have this thing where it does feel like a family. Yes. Like, it does feel like everyone in there really buys into that thing that they are in together. And, and that was a really clever use of setting and of people that we know and of that they mentioned Brody Lee a lot mm-hmm. you know the idea that he may have been swayed and gone for this thing only to be reminded of I can't do that one negative one negative one here, exactly yeah it was a really smart mm-hmm. piece of storytelling 100%. I was a fan of that yeah yeah because it looked like the stand wasn't like an aggressive stand no, it was, it it was, was a... like a respectful like Huh, we worked together there, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Huh, that's it. Weird. Mm. And then negative one comes out and he's like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And then leaves with him. That was yeah. great. Um, yeah, I, I thought, honestly, this is better than your average rampage. Yes. I don't think there was anything outstanding by it by any means. There was some good stuff on it that I liked, but wasn't crazy good. I would call this a high three out of five. I would call me. it I would call it a three if I'm gonna be uh, a critic about it. Mm-hmm. This does nothing to stop the idea that Rampage being a show that you have to see. Like, if you, if you want, this is a show you can miss. Like, there was Absolutely. nothing in this that was really important. No. If they're trying to make Rampage feel important, banter, 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 no logic mm-hmm. isn't the way to do it. But yeah. I enjoyed the show, which mm-hmm. is a, that's the thing. It's, it's yeah. this thing of yes, it was good. Are you making it must see? I don't know. Yeah, I still don't think they have yet. But I thought this was a step in the right direction. Yeah, it's not there yet, but it's. Some, I guess. Before we get into the rest of your ultra chats, uh, we have to say thank you to some very special people. Those are our twenty-five dollar and above pledge hammers on our Patreon page and our moderating team, which we'll we'll get to after. If you haven't been to our Patreon page yet at patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk, you should. Loads of extra bonus content. There's some good stuff on there. We're doing like weekly shows now. That's fun. We had fan Mania. We've got Wrestle Talk Extra coming on Wednesday. We've got early access for Monday Night War. We've got all sorts of stuff on there. So go check it out. Uh, and if you pledge, if you pledge, if you pledge at the uh, $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname and it gets read out on a show, much like this one. So thank you. I don't have Hall of Fame music. Sorry, we've got a new PC. We haven't set everything up yet. the Hall of Fame music. No. Okay. Um, so thank you to Colin McLeaner than Finn Balor. Tell you what, we'll clap instead. There you go. Andy Dadson's fetish, Timothy King. I didn't come up with that nickname. They requested it. Uh, Nathan, the street racing prophet, Ford. Hacksaw's best friend, Rob Wood. That's a good name. Well done, Mod Mother Jenna. JS Wooten. And our moderating team, who without them, we could not do these live streams. They make the live chat such a lovely place to be. So thank you so much to all our moderating team. Take it away. Andy. Chris. Chris, Oh, Tevin. Jalen. John. Les. Nick. Paul. And Rob. Yeah, go team. Thank you, all of our moderating team, and thank you uh, to our wonderful Pledge Hammers as well. Let's quickly get into the rest of your old chats here, because we have gone over time. Um, Sky Shadow Run. 
Uh, it says, hi lads, I was the one or one of the ones that asked about uh, the WWE women's division on Monday. I'm very interested and happy to see a storyline that isn't title based. Just worried we'll see a bunch of unnecessary live losses again. You're right. It's 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 a question mark, but it's still early enough that it's not a problem, yeah. I think. Yeah. And this one wasn't a loss. Yeah, it was a draw. It was a draw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charles Berg said, uh, people have mixed opinions on Bray's new theme, but I have played a truckload of JRPGs. His music is final boss slash antagonist music. Speaking of music, the start of Roman's theme sounds like Patrick Star saying Lidl, Lidl, Lee, but operatic. Listen to it. Way to ruin that for me. <laughs> oh my god, it does. I've just played it in my head. Oh no, it does as well. Uh, James C. Morgan said, Hey guys, with it looking like the Usos versus New Day for the titles, how would you feel if Jimmy got injured, leading to Sammy having to fill in for the title match? In the match, he gets the pin to retain, then he and Jay growing a bond which annoys Roman. I, or, I, I less like the last bit. Yeah, or he uh, eats the pin. Yes. And that's another reason for them to fight. Like, yes. There's, there's a lot to do with that. That's I fun. love I love the idea of Jimmy getting injured and Sammy having to team with yeah, uh, Jay. with Jay. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Matthew I mean, the Rob Brutes could do the injury to pay back for Shane. Mm, yeah, totally. That's oh, that's a good way yeah. to do it, yeah. Uh, Matthew Robinson said, uh, Hey, so I think my idea of the return of main event Jay maybe come to fruition. What if Jay is kicked out after they lose the titles? Sammy and Solo replace Jay and the family. Jay starts winning, but looks like he can't defeat Roman and The Rock appears. This is, I mean, this is the thing is that I was thinking Jay could... Jay, Jay's looking main event. Like there's a, there's a chance here that um, either Sammy or Jay is the one to dethrone. That's that's what makes it fun. Mm. It's not fun to think who could possibly dethrone Roman and have no answer. Mm -hmm. To be given storylines where it could be any of them, and it could also be a returning Cody at the Rumble. Yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. the Rock. It could be blah blah blah. That's what makes it fun. Yeah. So I, I'm that's it, it's, I'm well into it. Absolutely. Uh, Anthony R said, whoever answers Ronda's challenge next week should take her to a decent match, almost like she's about to win. And then Shayna makes the save and we have a reunion of the MMA horsewomen as they lay out the baby face. I Thoughts? Hope, I hope we're leaning towards a Shayna-Ronda run and, and like having them be... I'd be a, a dominant that. pair doesn't necessarily have to be a tag team week in week out doesn't even necessarily have to go for the championship but having them be a unit mm -hmm. I think would be great that would be great uh, Kai Shadowrun said uh, what would you two think about giving Logan either someone to cut his promos for him or just making him a heel it was pointed out in the editor review that it didn't really make sense I can't tell if WWE want me to cheer or boo Paul they want you to cheer him but he's a bad baby face. He's such a natural Paul. heel he's such a dick he's so easy to boo he should just be a heel. He's, I don't he's, think a, he's a he's a brilliant heel as mm. well. For a B-level oh, PLE Saudi show, I don't think it's worth investing in a mouthpiece for like Logan Paul. Like I just think mm. like let him let him do his thing, let him be his heel. Do that. Yeah. I mean that honestly that that package, the video package beforehand where they showed the, the highlights from the press conference, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. And then and then I thought what happened on this episode, like I said earlier on, was really effective. Uh, yeah, just let him just yeah, just let him do him. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mr. CG Lily said, Hi guys, did you see the QR code during Bray's second promo? It was a release form from a psychiatric hospital with, uh, hospital with most of the details blacked out, but importantly, signed by Bray for someone else. Uh, maybe Alexa, maybe Liv. Uh, yeah. It, it sounds interesting. Yeah, I didn't follow the QR. I saw the QR code, but I didn't follow it. That's I didn't follow interesting. It yeah, I knew it was a psychiatric form, which is interesting. Well, we've also had Alexa having had therapy. That's how she got back. So that would be, Precisely. again, playing into that 
sort of trope. Yeah. They didn't do anything with that story. So exactly. Because you, you can have, because of the, the live stuff on this episode, mm. you can also have that potentially play into it as well. Yeah. So there's, there's multiple options, I think. For yeah. this, so I'm, I'm interested. Uh, Gabriel Reyes said, I took Rhonda's promo as more heelish. Once she, once she said, I want to get out of Ohio. Got to get that hometown heat. My fear with Rhonda is that they haven't booked anyone strong enough to take her on and win the title, except Charlotte, which I'm not into at all. Which is why Shayna does pop up in my head a lot, because I think Shayna... I, don't you want to watch Shayna versus Ronda? Yes. Like, as much as I do want to watch them tear things up as a team, I also want to watch them go at each mm-hmm. other. I think that'd 100%. be great. So, yeah. you know, um, the the point of an open challenge, I think, especially with a champion like Ronda, is to have them go on that tear, have mm-hmm. them be undefeated, have them be unbeatable for a while. And then you do, it's the same with Roman in a way, you get someone come along and be like, oh, uh, yeah, you can take me on. Mm-hmm. And I think Shayna could be that person. Yeah, I would really like if we have Shayna and Ronda as a strong unit for a while, mm-hmm. Ronda makes Shayna a killer again. And then Shayna goes, cool. Now I know how to beat you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because there, there was that. It was so tasty. Her being like, "Give me a call here. I want to run the show." Like, why mm-hmm. are you following the rules? Because it was weird to have Shayna be like, "You can't do that. You can't. You mm-hmm. got to follow the rules," kind of thing. Yeah, it's. I don't. I yeah, I'm into that. That's tasty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that is going to do it. I think that is all the ultra chats here. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who sent an ultra chat. Thank you all for watching. We really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Dan, for stepping in last minute. No worries. Um, get well get, soon, Tempest. Get well soon, Tempest. Uh, and thank you for watching. Please like the video and subscribe if you haven't already. We've got loads more content coming soon. We've got Crown Jewel coming up, which will be live reactions for that as well and all that jazz. Uh, I already said the things, but I'll say them again. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Start to finish. Like and subscribe. Oh, I don't have the button set up. I'm going to have to go up to the screen again. Shall I sing while you do it? Like and subscribe. Goodbye now. Jam that jam. Jam that jam. Jam that jam. Oh, yeah. What way to end the show? Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 